InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Methamphetamine, according to the Drug Enforcement Administration, ranks just behind alcohol and marijuana as the drug of choice in much of the country. How addictive is it? InfoTrack's Roy Mackey is here to get the story of a man who barely made it out alive. Roy? Thanks, Chris. D.C. Fuller calls himself one of the people your mother warned you about. He survived a long-term addiction to methamphetamine and has written a book called Meth Monster, a look into the abyss of an American drug pandemic. So let's start from the beginning. How did your drug problems begin, D.C.? Well, my drug problems started pretty young. I started drinking the neighbor's beers when I was six, started smoking pot when I was nine. When I was 13, I used my first amphetamines, and when I just turned 18 was my first experience with meth. And tell us about that. What happened, and how long were you addicted? Well, we were playing a game of pool down in Old Orchard Beach, Maine, and we were playing teams with two Canadian tourists. Well, you know, you develop a kind of a friendship over a game of pool, and we invited them out back to smoke a joint. And while we were out there, they asked us if we could get them some pot because they said they really couldn't get pot in Canada. And they said if we could get them pot, they had something that we could trade. This guy broke out a little rock that sparkled like a diamond. He shaved some powder off it, chopped it up, and put some lines on a mirror. They weren't really very big lines either. They just kind of looked like shadows on the glass. And after I snorted my two, I knew that the buzz that I wanted for the rest of my life. I wanted to feel just like that every waking moment. And so you were addicted for how long? 25 years. 25 years. That's amazing. What do you think it is about meth that makes it so addictive? One is you'll never feel better than meth makes you feel. You're instantly 10 feet tall and bulletproof. It enhances everything about you. You're stronger, faster. You can think faster. It turns you into a Superman instantly. 25 years of pretty hardcore drug abuse. I think most people would be amazed that you survived for that length of time. Well, actually, I probably shouldn't have lived past the age of 21 because as soon as I started getting meth on a regular basis, I started using it intravenously. That's like just blasting off in a rocket. Talk for a moment about how that addiction affected your life and your family life and other things. Well, I only met one woman in my life that I was thoroughly enamored with. We had six days together, and then her husband killed her because she was going to run off with me. That kind of ruined every other relationship I've ever had in my life. Most of my relationship was motorcycles and meth. The very first thing that I ever had that I loved enough to give up meth was actually a pit bull puppy. My family, I never brought it to my mother's house. Neither of my parents were, I mean, they didn't even drink. My dad smoked cigarettes. That's the worst addiction that we had in our home. And I never, ever brought it to their house. Now, after being out for weeks or months or whatever, party and running the circuit and everything, I would drag myself to my parents' house just to kind of hide from everyone and recuperate. But they never knew really what was going on because, one, I never told them, and two, back then, drugs weren't the forefront that they are now. My mother would always ask me, have you been drinking? But she never smelled alcohol on me because I was never much of a drinker. It was always drugs and it was always meth. So after all those years, what was it that finally made you decide to get clean? Well, (laughs) 
me and my pit bull dog, Kona, were living in an old rusted out van out in Ventura, California. And this was my second time hitting bottom. What I used to do is I kind of worked as a mechanic at a friend's muffler shop during the day just to kind of keep money in my pocket for dope and keep my connections going and stuff like that. And we'd stay up till about 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning every morning. And then my pit bull dog and I would pile in the van and we'd go park down by a beach access, down by Ventura Beach, and sleep until the sun came up. And one morning I woke up and me and the dog went for a walk. And I was walking back to this rusted out old van. And I was looking at that mess and all the mess inside it. Just what a mess my life was. I was almost 40 years old. I had nothing but the junk in that van and the junk of the van. And I just kind of looked at the dog and said, Bud, we got to get out of here. This just ain't working anymore. I loaded my motorcycle up in it, and he and I headed east here and came to Ohio. So how did you actually quit? Was it a cold turkey thing like you read about, or was there a program you got involved in? Nah, it was just I gutted my way through it. That's why I came to Ohio. I knew if I stayed in California, there would be absolutely no way that I could possibly quit because everyone I knew used. And something as seductive as methamphetamine, you have to isolate yourself from it and every trigger involved in it. The trigger is anything, smell, sight, sound, place, it doesn't matter. Anything that causes you to think about using dope. And the only way I could avoid those triggers was to leave California. Because it took me a long time. It was almost seven years after the last time I used before I didn't think of using meth every single day. What do you think about the meth problem and the fact that it seems to get worse and worse in the U.S.? Is that because it's so easy to manufacture or just because of the drug culture that has kind of developed in the U.S.? Two reasons. You can make it in your kitchen, and for 30 bucks you can make a 1000 bucks. The money is as big a draw as the high. And bottom line, you can weigh 98 pounds and be sitting in a pile of your own fecal matter, incapable of doing anything else. When you do some meth, doesn't matter if you snort it, smoke it, or slam it, you're going to feel 10 feet tall and bulletproof. The reason it spreads so fast is because we now have families that are entirely engulfed in meth. The children are addicted, the parents are addicted, and when you ask the parents, how can you let your kids get involved in this, they'll look you right dead in the face and go, how can I stop them when I'm doing the same thing? So what kind of advice would you offer to someone who is battling an addiction to something like methamphetamine? Do they actually have to hit rock bottom, or is there something that someone can say to them or do to get their attention? Well, the very first thing they have to do is they have to get it in their heart and their mind that they're going to quit. That's it. Someone that doesn't have the intention of quitting will never succeed. You can drag them backwards through rehab after rehab after rehab after rehab. And as soon as they're out of supervision, they're running back to their dealer to get their dope. A lot of the rehabs that are out there now, even though they're in-house, they might be 30, 60, or 90 days. Well, 90 days, if you're an avid meth user, just puts you right in the zone to where you can't control your craving. As soon as they release you, you're out getting high. The only thing I could tell somebody is, if you're dedicated to quit, you're not just going to have to quit the drug. 
you have to quit your entire lifestyle. That means you have to get rid of all your friends. You have to dump everything you're doing. You have to isolate yourself until there's a time when you actually feel the Jones go away. And the Jones is the desire. And you can tell when it goes because you don't feel like you're vibrating inside anymore. It's going to be the most difficult thing you've ever done in your life. Well, it's certainly a powerful story. D.C. Fuller, the author of a book called Meth Monster, A Look Into the Abyss of an American Drug Pandemic. D.C., where can people get a copy of your book? They can get a copy at my website, meth-monster.com. They can also get it at amazon.com. All right, well, thank you for joining us on InfoTrack, D.C. Thank you for having me. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.